Josh has been trying to get into the worship team for like weeks on end. And Lewis will not let him. They won't even let him audition. Claire won't let me audition. I know why though, because I've been in services next to you and I'm not good at singing. I'm terrible at singing. But I leaned over to you and I was like, dude, you're messing me up. Stop (laughs) singing. <laughs> you don't have to expose me like me that. He looks back to me and says, "No, you're messing me up." <laughs> like, no one's I'm like trying to worship you, man. I didn't even know you I could. Can't, be I couldn't even pick the right off. octave. I was like, uh, 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 "There's oh, a reason. No. There's a reason that you and I sit alone every single service." <laughs> Our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better, and by the power of His Spirit, do better. So together, we can be a little better. Welcome to the A Little Better Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to join us, listen in, whether you're in the car, you're on a run, or wherever you may be. We are so glad that you're here. Uh, we are calling this the Brighton Podcast Takeover, otherwise yeah, known as the, the B Pod. Podcast. The best podcast. Amazing. We are so glad that you're here with us. We're so Thrilling. grateful for you. Fantastic. Um, I'm with Noah Bixby, who just gave an absolute awesome message on overflow, Thanks, as well as Kylie Cook, who loves to cook. She's um, cooking. Oh, yeah. She's, She's cooking. always cooking in kids' men, yep. loving on people and caring for people over at the Brighton campus. Noah, yeah. what did you leave on the table? Other oh, than message. a lot of Diet Coke and Mentos, <laughs> which the Brighton facilities team is going to have to clean up. Um, shout out Aaron Monroe. You really killed it with cleaning that up. So grateful for you. So what did you leave on the table? Yeah, this was a message. It was tough for me to write and actually cut the entire conclusion out of it. You um, cut the entire yeah, conclusion? But I'm not going to share that because I think I might eventually use that someday. But I just wanted to share some of the verses that I left out of this message. The Bible talks a lot about overflow. And so yeah. Philippians 1.9 says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more, that you will keep growing in knowledge and understanding. Um, yeah. 1 Thessalonians 3.12 says, may the... Lord, make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. Um, and a story that I cut out of this message um, was about uncooked pasta. Uncooked pasta. I, Tell us more. Tell I, us more. Uh, so as a bachelor, you know, you move out from your parents' home and you're not used to cooking and I, I'm not good at cooking. And so I, I had a housewarming party at my apartment and I didn't know what to make. I feel like you should have food, you should have a game, you're housewarming. So I started, went over to Aldi's, got the cheapest thing, went to the cheapest aisle, and the pasta <laughs> aisle. Oh my goodness. And so I feel like, well, I should try to make enough for everybody. I've been to parties where there's not enough food, so we should definitely try to make enough pasta. Yeah. So I've estimated that about a pound a person would work well. Mm-hmm. So I went with about eight, That's a ton of pasta, by the way. Eight, eight pounds of uncooked pasta for eight people coming over to, wow. to have dinner with me. And... um I dumped it all into the pot, and it was not the largest pot we had, but it was a good-sized pot. You put all eight pounds all eight in pounds one pot? In, one, in pot. one pot? In one pot. That's crazy. That's insane. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get enough water in it, because like the ratios weren't working out. And I was like, well, it's probably close enough. Sorry. <laughs> well, I can literally see you being like, ah, it's close enough. <laughs> I gave a little pinch of salt like this with the elbow Ooh. out, <laughs> right into the pot, and the pasta just started overflowing yeah. out of the pot. I'm yeah. talking like gelatinous mass. And it got so, so, so little little water that I couldn't stir it anymore. So no the bottom way. of the pasta started to burn to the pot. So it was getting squelched to the bottom of the pot and the pasta was just overflowing over the top. So I'm taking it off into like a nine by 13 pan. My friends come over for, for the housewarming and they're like, did you burn this <laughs> pasta? Like how terrible a cook are you? I was like, 
No, it's just a smoky musk. Just a little extra flavor for you, you know, in there. No way so you said I played that. it off and I was uh, a little, you know, people don't season things right. So I add a little extra flavor for them. Yeah. Oh my I was eating goodness. that pasta for like three weeks, but. Classic. <laughs> that is a great story of overflow and just yeah. showing moments of overflow where you had clearly way too much pasta. <laughs> When I think of that word overflow, I genuinely think of the both of you. And I have so much admiration and respect for the both of you for how you live out your life. So Noah, as you think of Kylie, how is overflow evident in her life? Yeah, Kylie has two spiritual gifts that are just phenomenal that I want to shout out. One is um, her evangelism gift. And she shares the gospel with so many people and uh, makes such a difference. And you look at the ripple effect of her life, and it is mm. so wide and so yeah, vast sure. and so far-reaching. Sure. And starting this thing on NAS and then leading an NYA in groups and just so many ways, um, kidsmen. And then her second leadership that I'm just like, man, the ripple effect of her leadership gift is just enormous in our church at Brighton and yeah. the families and then the kids. Yeah, come on. And um, the serve team members that are leading and loving God more. And so uh, those are the two that I've seen, like, God use her gifts and, like, make a massive... I mean, it's not like a, a drop of water landed in the lake with, with Kylie. It's like someone cannonballed in. Like, yeah. it's wild. The ripples yeah. are everywhere, so... Absolutely. Yeah, I hope that I'm someday like Kylie, yeah, oh, for sure. Don't we all? Don't we all? Every time I think of Kylie, I'm like, oh, man, think of how many lives that Kylie has impacted just because she has been faithful in prayer and mm. faithful in just being like, God, here you are. Mm -hmm. Kylie, as you think of Noah, what what are ways that overflow is evident in his life? Mm. Um, I think about the scriptures that we were just reading and how it talks about like being completely full of yeah, joy and mm -hmm. hope and love and all of these things. And I think about like when we're over at Brighton and it'll all be quiet and we're all doing our work and Noah will just shout out from his office. I love you all so much. And it's so fun working with you. And like just that attitude. Without fail every, every day, every day, every day. <laughs> every day. I mean, honestly, every hour, every hour he's like, Guys, I love you so much. Yeah. I'm so grateful. He just like can't you. contain it. No. Like you just can't contain <laughs> yeah. like just that love and every conversation you just leave more encouraged, like with more enthusiasm. And it's just like this bottomless pit of just like love and joy and hope um, all the time. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like crawling behind the couch, but <laughs> I love you guys so much. Yeah. So fun working with you. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. such a blessing. So. I mean, that just kind of leads into just Man, I love walking alongside the both of you and have been doing so for just a few years now. Mm. Um, I've loved just being in the highs with you guys as well mm. as the lows. And have there been clear times where you have felt spiritually on E? And what were yeah. some of the practical steps you took to get back to that place of overflow? Mm. I've seen it in both of your lives within these past few years. Mm. What are some of those practical steps for, for our listeners on how you can get back to that place of overflow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember last year the women page like took us through a study on rest and like what that looked like. And I remember reading this one day that was about like when you have so much unrest, it's because you are walking outside of the will of the Lord and how like he created us to be um, walking in alignment with him. And that's why we feel the most fulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, and I can think back to that point in my life when I was like reading that and realizing wow I have so much unrest like I'm so spiritually empty because mm. um there were things in my life that I was trying to um figure out how to like push 
what I thought the will of God was yeah. onto those situations yeah, sure. instead mm-hmm. of like seeking the Lord's face over everything. Mm-hmm. I was trying to like manipulate the situations that I was in to be in alignment with his will instead of like seeking him first. Um, and so I think like after reflecting on that, just considering how, um, like the Lord needs to be the first thing that you seek and mm-hmm. um, that on. you can't manipulate again. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So like a point that you mentioned in your message toward the end was like about how um, you need to let the Holy Spirit do the work through you yeah. instead of, yeah. um, I don't know, I guess at that point I was like evaluating how I thought in my mind it was like rationalizing the alignment with the Holy Spirit instead of just turning to the Spirit mm-hmm. first and letting mm-hmm. the Spirit lead through all of those areas of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I, um, there've been, you know, those, those mountaintop moments and those like valley moments, those lows. Um, and I think that a lot of times we miss that God just wants to do it with us and be with us yeah. through it. Yeah. And some of the times I felt the closest to God are when, you know, you're on the floor crying in the shower because something didn't go like the way you'd thought it would. Yeah. And yeah. those are the times when I feel like God's is a lot more present. And so I think prayer is like, yeah, if you're trying to get sure. back to a place of being filled, you're, you're trying, you're running on E, like sometimes, um, you know, it doesn't feel good, but you, it, God is more out for our holiness than for our happiness. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. um, a lot of times we try to make ourselves feel good and be happy. And yeah. even in our marriages, right. And I, Paige and I talk about this a lot, like maybe our marriage isn't intended to just make us happy. Our mm. marriage is intended to right. make us holy. Yeah. Come on. And, um, so sometimes I get confused by what God wants for me and that there's almost like a prosperity gospel. And I try to lean away from that in this talk. There's one of the biggest false teachings in America is that if you do, if you give, if you be this kind of thing, God will bless everything you ever yeah. do and you'll yeah. flourish forever. That is not really what the Bible says, right? There's a lot of examples where that doesn't happen. And so I just, mm. I feel like God wants to do it with us and Absolutely. not change our circumstances, but our perspective in our circumstances. Yeah, for and sure. So sometimes it's not about being happy or getting back to a place of now I'm on full and this message is supposed to make me full. Right. Yeah. Maybe the message is that you need to find your source in the Holy Spirit in God and replace your trust and source in mm-hmm. him. And when you put that in perspective, everything else falls into place. It's like a bowling ball in a bed sheet. You know, when that's in the center, everything else kind of moves towards it and just makes sense. Yeah. And if yeah. you try to fight it, you're going the wrong way. Everything looks upside down. You're really confused. It's uncomfortable. And so, I don't know. That's just my two senses. When, the, when it's been the hardest... Um, I've gotten more holy. And yeah, for sure. I've grown more spiritually in the hard times than yeah, the easy on. ones. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that's probably true for you too. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, no, in your talk, you said that sometimes you can miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, like just reading through a passage, even though it's a passage that you've read thousands of times, hundreds of times, um, countless times, right? Um, you miss what God is trying to tell you in his word or in a message. Um, for those who are just going through the motions and just showing up and just kind of being present and not genuinely like seeking it out. What are some practical things that allow us to get back to hearing that still small voice of God? Hmm. I like um, memorizing verses, praying mm. scripture are yeah. two yeah. things I like to do. Um, and then I like a study Bible that gives me kind of the notes that gives me the context that gives me the commentaries to see what I'm missing. And so yeah. sometimes it brings life to a passage, to a verse. The Bible's yeah, the most amazing book ever written. It's a two edged sword. It divides a joint and marrow, soul and spirit. It's one of the only things that, that I know that ever does that. And it is the word, the breath of God. And, um, I think the more you read it, the more you understand, realize things about yourself and about the world that you totally were missing before. And, yeah. um, come on. 
I don't know. My my experience with it is that the more I study it, the more in love I fall and the more yeah. I want to learn it. And so yeah. it just grows deeper peace, joy, love in me. Um, yeah. but, but three yeah, ways, yeah. memorize scripture, um, pray scripture, go through a psalm mm. and just pray it. You know, yeah, come on. try to memorize Psalm 23. You know, yeah. your cup overflows in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a feast for me. Yeah. You know, like those are, yeah, surely your goodness will follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, like absolutely. Those, that's where overflow comes from when you know God and you pray those prayers. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the de- shadow of death, I will not fear no evil. If you're rod and your staff, they protect and they comfort me. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are just like good promises and reminders to pray into your heart. And when you get there, man, it starts to change your outlook on, on things for oh, me. Oh, for anyway. sure. Yeah. I think there's also a difference between just like reading through the scripture and then studying it like line by line. And yeah. sometimes like that is more appropriate just to get read through and get a picture of what's going on. But then there are times where you really just have to slow down and like pray through and meditate on what is God trying to show me in this passage or like what is he trying to teach me about him that I haven't recognized before and just like really slowing down and mm-hmm. digging deeper into the context of what that, one passage looks like can make a huge difference. It's easy to like check the box on your devos in the morning. Oh, yeah. You know, like you just yeah. read through it just to read through it. Yeah. But are you actually taking time to like sit in it yeah. and glean it and meditate. just like yeah. meditate right. and pray over it and not just like do that check box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to see that check on the Bible plan, you know, yeah. oh, I did that. Or like you listen to it on the way to work and you're like, yeah. did I even pick up? Did yeah. I make yeah. a Did I even, you know? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Kylie, us as a Brighton staff, we all look at you and we're like, oh man, we wish we were like Kylie Cook. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Kylie, you're constantly killing it because you are constantly busy, whether that's loving on your family, loving on your friends, or just killing it in grad school and being the student of the year. Student of the year. Shout how do you, how do you that maintain... I was going to make it on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> Uh, how do you maintain those rhythms of being steady in the word and steady in prayer so that you can have overflow yeah. so that you can love on your family and your friends and people like Lil Zach? Well, <laughs> um, to be honest, I feel like last semester I ran myself into the ground so much and like ended up on E spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I realized that was because I wasn't taking a Sabbath day. And mm-hmm. uh, this semester I've been taking... Wednesdays to just do no work, no school, spend time in like silence and solitude. And it's already making like a giant difference in what my life looks like. Um, Obviously, sometimes in some seasons, we don't feel like we have the bandwidth to take like a whole day off. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I think it's been huge for me to just say, Lord, like I trust you with this day. And Mm -hmm. I know that you created rhythms for rest. And um, that's something that you call us into for good. Um, So I think he blesses that obedience and Mm -hmm. um, multiplies the rest that comes out of that. Um, But then on the flip side, it doesn't always look like spending an hour in quiet time or meditating every single day on the scriptures that we read. Like sometimes it just looks like pausing before I eat and just being like, Lord, thank you for this food. Thank you for this day. Let me just recenter my heart on what you are calling me to do today and this day that you've set before me instead of, I have my to-do list everywhere. I have sticky notes all over my computer of all the things that I have. They're really big lists of to-dos. But to like close my computer intentionally and just recenter and, and focus on what the Lord has for me. I have a scripture that I'm memorizing. That's just like on my mirror. And every morning I just stop and like 
repeat that to myself and pray that to myself so that I'm set up for the day. So it's just mm, like little, on. little moments pausing and, um, letting God reposture my heart to remind me like what's most important, which is ultimately mm. my walk with him. And then, um, walking with others to point them back to him as mm. well. Yeah. I love that. One of the things that we stress at Northridge and we as a Brighton staff and a Brighton community try and do really well is to do life with people. Mm -hmm. And I love doing life with Mm -hmm. y'all. But who are people that hold you accountable to make sure that you are staying consistent and making sure that you're not running on E Mm -hmm. um, in your day-to-day lives? Mm -hmm. I feel like we all kind of do that for each other Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, I think... I mean, during our like check-ins that we literally have scheduled for work, but also outside of that all the time, Josh will always come and be like, when are you going home? Seriously, go home. <laughs> go like, do home. not be here. Go like, what are you home. doing? <laughs> um, yeah. And like my family will do that for me too. Zach, mm. shout out Zach again. Shout out um, Zach. He'll be like, um, you have been in your room all day doing homework. <laughs> like, when are you coming out? Um, and so there are just like people around me who love me and want to spend time with me that are just like, you you need to be present in these moments yeah. like step away from all the things that you're doing my brother will call and be like what are you learning about right now in scripture like mm-hmm. let's talk about that so mm-hmm. yeah shout out carson shout out carson, carson. <laughs> i um i always i mean it starts with Paige because we're yeah. together all the time and you first know, of all shout out Paige. i don't know why Paige. we haven't shouted her out yet but <laughs> low-key one yeah, of the real mvps of the brighton all-star. staff yeah rock star um yeah, she keeps me accountable for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thousand percent. She keeps all of us accountable. <laughs> she, she, She's like, yo, her middle y'all name be is accountability. <laughs> She's like, yo, let me, let me, let me love you well. She's like, yo, let me hold you accountable. Yeah. So, oh, Paige, yeah, her actual we, middle name is Noel. But her, <laughs> <laughs> we we could not do life well without you, Paige. So we're yeah. so grateful for, for you. For you. <laughs> yeah, I think like for the practical side of things, you know, we try to get back to is like drink water. Like, you know, like she's just like, drink your water. <laughs> like you, you haven't drank anything all day. You know, you haven't eaten anything all day. Like no wonder you feel empty. No wonder you feel drained, yeah. lonely. Like, dude, you're just trying to pour out all over the place and never mm-hmm. like taking time to build the rhythms into your life that God's given us. Turn off your phone on your Sabbath day, you know, yeah. like just walk with God and be thankful for certain things. See the trees, see the snow mm. and that it's washed us white as snow, you know, like yeah. Jesus blood just remind yourselves of these truths that are in God's word it's like whoa when I take a minute to step back and when I drink enough water when I get enough sleep at night when I eat well I'm a different man <laughs> like yeah oh man you know that's a a way different place and so having someone just to remind you of those practical things mm. yeah. I can get so entrenched in like what I'm doing and homework and um, I'm working on a doctoral degree working on projects at Brighton I'm writing messages and yeah. I get so stuck yeah. in stuff that I miss, like just taking care of the day to day, and Paige is great at just keeping practical things in front of me. And mm. how you doing on this? And praying for me, encouraging me, lifting me up. Uh, I heard it once said, like, if you know your spouse is for you and has your back, you can conquer the world. You can take the world. You can do anything that day, even if it's yeah. a terrible day. You can run home knowing that you know you can conquer that day. Yeah, for and, sure. And um, that's just the best way for me, accountability wise, that I've yeah. seen it play out. But. I think. Paige is also really good at resting and like keeping that consistent. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because it's easier to have that mentality when you're around people who are modeling it well and you see them doing it versus like our culture is so quick to um, compliment busyness and like 
they're like, oh, you've got so much going on. That means you're doing things well. Mm -hmm. But then when I like see these people that I love and care about and respect the way that they're living and see them just slowing down and having slow mornings or like taking time alone, that really makes me step back and think like, okay, that's something that I should be doing. That's like healthy and I Mm -hmm. should be practicing. So, um, yeah, the people you're surrounding yourself with and the conversations you have about, um, what leads to overflow are also just like super impactful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite verses that you brought up was Romans 15, 13, and it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. How does that encourage you guys? What What are things that you take away from that verse that you're just like, mm, spiritually yummy? <laughs> I love the spiritually yummy. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I love the... Um, the end of that, because I feel like I read the verse so many times and missed the power of the Holy Spirit in yeah. it. And I tried to do it on my own, you know, by white knuckling it to the finish line or mm-hmm. straining and stressing. And, oh, if I do this, if I, you know, if I lift more weight, I'll just become strong enough to yeah. be able to bear up underneath. And, yeah. um, and running to the Holy Spirit is actually surrendering. And my strength is in the surrender mm-hmm. rather than in myself. Yeah, and so on. in my selfishness and when, when pride seeps in, that's where it comes in for me is that you can do it. Like I believe you mm. can do it and I believe I can do it. Then that's when I don't surrender. And when I fall to so much temptation and pride and pride is probably the biggest sin I struggle with. Yeah, and yeah. I am arrogant. I have ego. It's just bad for me. And I need to remind myself that I have to surrender every day. I have to surrender, mm. die to myself and start a day newly living for love, living for others, and living for God. So that's just the hardest mm. part of it for me is the Holy Spirit and reminding myself that it's not from me. It's not about me. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the like the fullness that leads to overflow. And what stood out, I related so much in your message when you were talking about like that moment of just being like so filled that you're full that you're like, I just have to go tell, tell everyone somebody. about Jesus. Like I need to go do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's so true. Like when I spend time with Jesus and like praying that God fills me up, like it's uncontainable. Like yeah. I literally it's, just can't yeah, not coming, talk about out. it. It's like I have to intentionally yep. think like, don't talk about Jesus in this conversation. <laughs> like It's not yeah. an appropriate time. Like yeah. it just, it, it's overwhelming and it's, it's uncontainable and it's overflowing. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, everything about that scripture, just like, I, I feel that. Yeah, I for feel sure. that when mm-hmm. I'm like walking in alignment with God, like it's just, I go to sleep and I'm just like filled with so much joy that I can't sleep or like I walk yeah. around, like, it's just, I, you can't control it. You mm-hmm. can't contain it. And I think that scripture um, says it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, our time with the Beast pod is coming to an end. What is one encouragement for the listeners that you would just love for them to take away from all this? May the God of peace fill you with all hope and joy as you trust in God. Yeah, Mm. I think that trusting in God is the biggest part of this whole deal. And um, I get it wrong every day, every time. And I got to come back to him and trust him again. Say, Lord, it's yours again. My life is yours again. And I miss it, you know. that's the reminder for me. That's a reminder from this message for me was to sit with God, sit with the Holy Spirit, take a minute to align your heart, your soul, your spirit, get away from the busyness yeah, and set aside some time to listen to God. If you don't listen to God, if you don't hear from him, if your vision's not from him, how can it be clear, crisp? How can you cast it to others? Mm. You've got to hear from God rather than from, from yourself or the world. Um, it's so easy to have distracted 
um, thoughts running all different directions and you're just, yeah, falling all over yourself. And then you slow down, take a step back, listen to God, listen to what his voice is telling yeah, you. Yeah, come on. And that enables you to cast a clear, crisp vision for your future and for where God wants to lead you that day. Yeah. And um, just take the next right step, one step at a time, the yeah. next right step. Next right step could be a baby step. It could be a giant leap, but take that next right step. That's so good. Speaking of next steps. Speaking of next steps, um, guys, we're so excited. Open baptism is going to be next week, and we cannot Can wait. we get an air horn on this on. podcast? Can we get that like Disney yeah. do thing? Anything? Yeah. yeah, come on. Um, but, hey, thanks so much for being here with us. Uh, we hope that you come back and hear part six of The Ripple Effect. Next week, wear a jersey of your favorite team. Um, don't wear Bill's jersey. Um, <laughs> and if you need a jersey, reach out to a friend. Yeah. Um, guys, we'll we're hook you so, up. Yeah, we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. Guys, we're so grateful. Thank you for joining us with the B-Pod version of A Little Bit Better. And we love you guys, Peace. and we hope you have a great week. Peace. Peace.